Al, I love you so much. <laughs> We're getting married! <laughs> so are you and Graham talking anymore? No. His family, on the other hand, I miss them. Hiya, sweetie. We're so excited that you're coming for Christmas. I can't come home this year. I'm sorry. I have a deadline. You know what? I think this is about Allie because she ripped out my heart, stomped on it. Oh, OK. Surprise! <gasps> Graham, what are you doing here? I Wait. found all of these in the back closet. What are you doing here? I thought you said he was working. Is that Allie? Shut up. You're kind of freaking out. You invited my ex-fiance to Christmas. You know, I really should go. You're not going anywhere. I have to get mom and dad to dump Allie. Otherwise, I'm going to be sharing my family forever. <laughs> oh, my god. My family will work up the courage to ask you to leave before Christmas morning. Do you want to bed? You're gone. Or you're gone. Sam, how do we feel about a game night tonight? <laughs> oh, you were fooled. <laughs> I think I'm done with game night. I had a feeling your competitive spirit might get you into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Gotta be. No, 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 no! Where's the plunger? Does it have to be crazy this entire holiday? Surrender anytime you want. Never. So, either one of you dating? Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Here's my number. Between us girls, not gonna be a fun night for you. <laughs> They're passive aggressively hating each other. No! How about that? But I think that they actually love each other. It's quite confusing. Times change, and if you don't change with them, you're gonna end up marrying your own hands. <laughs> I'm sorry. I screwed up. We both did. <laughs> I'm starting to realize where we went wrong. And I think that I can forgive you. What is wrong with our son? Welcome back to another Stocking Stuffer. We are chugging along the Christmas train. We are flying over houses and dropping down presents and those presents are in the form of cozy cardigan christmas movies and today i am joined by i mean you've been asking for her i assume i'm you know pre-recording this but i just assume everybody's like when's christine coming on and she's here now (laughs) i'm here i made it I, uh, i i got down that chimney and I yeah. popped out that fireplace, and now I'm here to talk about this weird-ass movie. Oh, oh, you're on fire. You're on fire. Quick. Oh, shit. It's okay. Okay. from the movie. It's yeah. too yeah. hot. Too, it's very hot in this movie. Watch out for space heaters. Watch out for, uh... I have such a fear of space heaters, by the way. It's, it's oh, a legitimate fear. Like, I'm not going to say it's, like, an irrational fear, like the way I'm irrationally scared of caterpillars and ventriloquist dummies. I Every time I see a space heater, I'm like, that's a fire hazard. That's going to be a problem. It is. They're not allowed in most modern offices because of that. Exactly. Um, So there is a Space Heater cameo in today's movie. I need to be really clear about today's movie because if you look for it, if I said this movie is called Xmas, there's a thousand and one ways you can find a movie called Xmas. Christine, throw some out there. How would you go ahead and look for a movie called Xmas? How would you you spell it? I would search for it on like the internet and i might spell it a certain way well how would you spell it 
Well, I spell Xmas with like X M A S. Yeah. But I mean, if you were trying to do some kind of fun play on words, maybe you would spell it E X. You might. Uh, and if I said, oh, it's the movie is uh, Xmas, like X, like as in former boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, I'll look for it. Nope. Well, then, Christine, you might end up finding. You, you pull that up on your little Roku and you search and then suddenly you say, wait, which movie did Emily say? Was it Mary Xmas? Was it Mary X Dashmas? Was it Mary X E X Dashmas? Was it, or was it just Mary X no E no Dashmas? Or was it hashtag Xmas? Or was it hashtag EXmas? Um, seriously, there are at least 10 different very close variations on this title. So I really hope we watched the same movie. I think we did. I did have a flash where we didn't. But <laughs> I really feel like they mined this whole, like, X Christmas thing, um, considering there's just so many variations on it. Yeah, we're, did you watch, was it the ex-girlfriends of Christmas or 12 yeah, exes we, of we Christmas? That. that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. so there's a lot of ways you can go about it. Uh, and this one goes about it in a very particular way. This is a BuzzFeed production? <laughs> did you Sorry. catch that in the credits? I did. It sounded like somebody just murdered me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did see that in the credits. I, I, this is a very weird movie. It's also on Freebie. Yes, which is, which is in like itself Amazon, a Amazon, right? Thing. So Freebie is like Amazon's commercial. Divi- I'm, I'm confused on how it all works, but yes. Okay. Freebie is part of Amazon. Most people started using Freebie over the summer when Jury Duty aired there. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's become like, I don't know. I guess they're doing some original content. This. I don't think it was made for freebie. I think it was like made and then that's where it ended up. Ended I up. Guess. Yeah. I uh, think so it's, it's all very strange. And if you're ever worried as you watch this movie, like there's commercials during it. Not many though, actually. I think I feel like I only had one round of commercials. It wasn't that bad, yeah. No, it wasn't bad at all, except the commercial was for this movie, which was very strange. Mm-hmm. It so it's a newer movie. It's from it this is. year. 2023. 2023. Uh-huh. It's on freebie. Um, so it is accessible if you want to watch it. Absolutely, so for, without paying. This is not my, I, I mean, as evidenced by the fact that Emily does this time of year and I don't, this is not my favorite kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So the selling point for me was Leighton Meester. I figured. And uh, Robbie Amel. Amel? I don't know how to say his last name right. Um, but he's super handsome. And they're Super the handsome. And he was very funny in The Babysitter. Oh, Arguably, in my opinion, the best thing. The best thing yeah. in the I, I didn't like the babysitter that much, but I remember him absolutely like stealing so every funny. one of his scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's real funny enough, too, but well, <laughs> I have so much more to say. There's a lot to say. Uh, so before we get into the plot, we'll just give the background. So again, a BuzzFeed production, question yep. mark. Directed, directed by Jonah Feingold. Definitely mm-hmm. sounds like somebody I would peg as directing a Christmas movie. Uh, who's done other stuff, nothing I knew, as I pull him up on IMDb again to look. Uh, a lot of stuff, nothing I have heard of. I think all, most of it's Canadian. Yeah, nothing I've heard of either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And written by Dan Steele, um, who has a sexy name, and wrote for Gossip Girl. I hope that's his real name. Dan Steele, I love your name. Yeah. Did you watch Gossip Girl? I didn't. It's been really coming up in the zeitgeist lately. Um, yeah, oddly enough. But I didn't 
you know, he wrote on Faking It, too, which is an MTV show I am more familiar with than oh. Gossip Girl. <laughs> uh, I watched the first, I think, two years of Gossip Girl. And mm-hmm. for me, the best thing about it was Leighton Meester, without question. Uh, her, I mean, she played Blair Waldorf, and she was kind of like your um, Queen Bee type A mean girl but she was so good at it. Um, she was. It was one of those things too. Like you look back and you're like, oh yeah, like she was mean, but she was usually right. That kind of thing too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and again, aside from the fact that I still can't tell the difference between um, Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly, I do really like Leighton Meester, and I am always happy to see her show up in things. So, her as the lead in a Christmas movie that Christine wanted to watch. Why not? Why not? What could go wrong? Good pick, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Tell oh. us, tell the people, okay. the plot of this movie. And again, you can spoil things because I think we all can figure out the ending. Um, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against the grain and I'm just going to give you the IMDb. Um, Graham, who is Robbie Amell, surprises his family at Christmas only to discover his ex-fiance, Leighton Meester, is already celebrating the holiday with his family when he arrives. What? Can you believe it? What? Um, so, uh, Robbie, whose name is Graham, and I'm going to start calling him that. So, Graham and Allie were dating. I think they, they were, were engaged. engaged. They were they engaged because there was a flashback to him popping the question. Yep. So she she breaks up with him, and it's like. It ends up being a reveal, like, why or whatever. But is it? Like, I still don't really understand why they broke up. Well, I can... I, that's actually one of my criticisms of the movie. <laughs> so so they break up. They She breaks up with him. They go their separate ways, blah, blah, blah. It Kind of the movie opens with her looking longingly at a Christmas card she got from his family saying, like, I'm going to break up with the guy, but not the family. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he's going through his own thing, and his family's like, oh, we love Christmas. Come see us. And he's like, no, I'm not going to. So that's why the family says Leighton Meester, a.k.a. Allie, come over and hang out with us. So now they're both there. And that's when it's like, you know, what you expect to happen happens. They mean to each other, but they, you know, they also want to, I'm making the sex motion with my hand. (laughs) I I, I can feel it from here. (laughs) Like, I guess they have a, they kind of make a, a deal or a bet as to like, isn't at one point it's like okay one of us is gonna get to keep coming back for christmas and the other one isn't so whoever wins the week or something is that a plot point it felt like a plot point but then it kind of went away i think so what i remember is that so the gentleman his 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 stance was i'm gonna make them hate you so they make you leave right (laughs) but i i don't know if there was an additional like and you'll never be allowed back or if, like, the implied was, I'm going to make my family turn on you so you no longer feel welcome here. Instead, he almost kills his father. <laughs> that is a thing that this happened. fucking movie. So, there's so, I, there was a lot here, Christine. There was yeah. a lot. And I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, like, it's following the rules, we're getting things, but it's clearly for an, a more, um, slightly sassier audience, like, like, it's, I don't know what the TV rating was, but there are sex jokes, there are penis jokes, yeah. um, there is implied, like, threesomes, there is implied, there's, there's a whole lot of things going on, uh, and, but it's, like, still very lighthearted in a way that, like, I don't know, it's, you know, it's, it is meant to be funny, it's meant to be, like, a little meaner, but still, like, ultimately, okay, I know it's going to be a romance, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns into, like, the beginning of Ever After, where 
Michael Hitchcock, as like the lovable but COVID denying dad, has a heart attack, and for like five minutes, I'm like, they they fucking killed him. I I really thought they did for a second too. Because like he's giving so Rob so they're playing hockey because it's one of the things where it's like I don't know I feel like at this point there's a bet going on of who's gonna win at hockey I guess and Michael Hitchcock uh, goes down and has a heart attack and Graham is giving him CPR for like it's like a good two minutes of him pumping on his chest and pumping on it's, his chest it's dramatic for sure yeah and it's and they actually say like no pulse no pulse and you're like and I, there was a minute where I could not decide. Would it be the greatest thing in the world if he dies? Or would it be the worst thing in the world if he dies? For me, not for the movie. Yeah, I I was kind of... I hadn't written it off as a possibility. Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned, this movie takes no a really strange no tone. Yeah. yeah, because it... it and I think this is what's going to make going through, you know, the list kind of interesting slash difficult. Mm-hmm. Because it, it does a lot of tropic things. Like very it's much. Very I, I, at one point, one of the notes I wrote was the tropes are troping. Like, it yep. does a lot of, like, the cozy, hallmarky shit that you would expect. Mm-hmm. But then there like are... She's a fucking baker. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's, like, it's like the stuff is there. But then it's like, um, dick joke, my dad's almost dead. And it, and it then starts <laughs> to feel like an adult comedy. So Kinda. it's a yeah. really weird balance of things. Like, you wouldn't expect such, like wholesome hallmarky stuff to be in this movie that i i genuinely laughed at a couple things in this movie me too. i thought me too i thought there were some actual funny jokes and leighton meester is a gem and we've already said that robbie amell's hysterical like it's that they're not what's wrong with this movie sometimes the pacing is weird and mm-hmm. the jokes go on too long but like i think for me it was that not knowing what kind of movie i was watching was what made it hard for me yeah and i wish it was even like if it was going to kind of commit to not committing i wish it did that with bigger swings yeah like i wish it kind of went for like opening on her baking cookies and like doing a cute thing and then suddenly i don't know like taking out a dildo like and like that wouldn't be out of line for this movie but yet it doesn't like it it so it's this weird push pull Mm -hmm. and i kind of respect that but I wish it just went a little further, but also, like, took something and grounded it. Like, if one of them, if maybe Graham was, like, actually done as a sweet Hallmark guy, but everything else around him was a little bit escalated, yeah. it could have, like, really worked. But it doesn't, because it, it, this movie I don't think really understood or had decided exactly what it wanted to do. I'm guessing it's also one of those things where, like, while filming they were going one way and then maybe in the editing room they pulled back here and there or they pushed harder here and there and so it just it's very weirdly inconsistent in a way that's kind of interesting Mm -hmm. but I don't know that for me it was as satisfying because my biggest problem is that I as much as like I like both of these actors I liked watching them they're both beautiful they're both funny they both have really good climbing timing but I thought both of them were assholes that that's another thing. Um, I I didn't necessarily understand that choice because yeah. because it's so again wholesome and hallmarky and very of this genre to then couple it with people who with so much of it just people being crappy to each other or people being like disappointed or upset mm-hmm. is just kind of like this is strange. So that's kind of when when Michael Hitchcock um, 
is dead for a minute or whatever. <laughs> I was like, well, this is going to be the catalyst that makes Robbie realize that he wasn't good to Leighton. He wasn't prioritizing her properly. And now he's going to make amends and they're going to get back together. Obviously, that inevitably happens because that's what the sure, movie would do. To, yeah. But I thought him dying was going to be why. I mean, him almost dying, <laughs> I think, was enough. <laughs> but yeah. It was so strange. It was weird. It was very, very strange. Um, so with that, let's dive in, because I think there's a lot more that's going to come up as we go through it. Yeah, so the first yeah. thing being our lead need of a lesson. And it's kind of like it's a twofer. I think, you know, they're they're equally billed in this. It's really both of their stories. We're introduced first to Allie. So we'll start there. So Leighton Easter, who, again, we both love. Um, yeah, shit. They, they introduce it as like, okay, well, we start with her. So I think we kind of think that it's her story and we should be on her side. And yeah, it does seem sad that her boyfriend is, you know, or fiance, that they're not together, but she loves a family and she just seems really sad. Um, but then quickly you're like, yeah, but you're also kind of a cunt. I don't know that I had as much problem with her. What did she do that... I'm trying to think of a thing specifically. Well, the the entire act of like, so I I can't believe I didn't catch it, but I'm guessing she has a dead mom and a dad who's married to like a young something something. Because so she has she's with her friends in the opening scene and they're like talking about Christmas. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not here. So what are you doing? She's like, oh. Well, nothing, because my dad is with his new wife, and oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, I guess I'm that. just going to be sad and and dream about having a food truck, uh, which you know is what what you do in these movies. So instead, like, okay, like I'm sad that she's lonely, but I feel like she had options. So there's that. Uh, so she decides she's going to go to the family of her ex, which again, like I don't know, seems like a weird thing to do, especially because she is the one that broke up with him. And I know the whole thing is that we don't think he's going back because he's a workaholic, but still, it's a it's a weird thing. And then when she's there, she's just kind of mean. Um, I right? think that I think that her showing up period is going to be pretty divisive. Yeah, I don't know that I had a super strong feeling about her going to his. I mean, they invited True. her, and they were together for five years, so she considers them extended family Mm -hmm. so like i'm not as weirded up out by it but like i could definitely see somebody being like oh that is you know my boundaries have been been Mm -hmm. pushed and i don't like that so yeah that that wasn't the best and then there is the thing when they're when they're playing games where she gets real fired up and like he's and he's like i knew you'd be an asshole in front of them yeah but that to me again is just more of this movie kind of telling like meaner adult Mm -hmm. jokes and it is, I'll tell you, it's the second movie of the year that has a, like, very competitive female character who gets too into board games, because that was also in Mistletoe in Montana. And again, as a, as, a, as a female who gets really competitive when I play board games, like, I maybe it's that I see myself and I know it's not a pretty picture. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But like, she's, I don't know. She's just kind of... And the thing, too, I think, is that she's just really mean to Graham the entire time. And the other thing... Um, so then we get sort of like beat, not these love stories, but like, but there's other love interests that are introduced. There's, um, Brady, who is the head salesman at, uh, Michael Hitchcock's car lot, who also was Graham's rival in high school. And then there's Jess, who's just some chick that shows up. Mm -hmm. And 
Ellie is like very quickly like, oh, Brady, who's hot? But who's also like very clearly somebody that riles Graham because Graham has this like, insecurity with him. And like, she's just kind of, I don't know, like, I, I thought all of the way she acted with him, like, if, if my friend was doing that in front of her ex, I'd be like, hey, that's kind of fucked up. I, I, I think for me, both of them were being so ridiculous that yeah. I can't point fingers at anybody. Mm-hmm. Because the, and the weird thing, and you, you kind of hinted at it, the weird thing is that it really does kind of pretend it's going to be Leighton Meester's movie. And then it really is about the, the male has, character. He has the arc. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, the one it, that makes a decision. And, and so I, I, I sometimes was left feeling like, do they even, what are they even doing with her? Like, what, mm. what journey am I on with her? Because it, yeah. it felt like she was just kind of spinning her wheels. And yeah, like just, I think they were set up as, as like rivals so that like they could continue to just, be funny and mean to each mm-hmm. other, which is a strange s- backdrop for this type of movie. Very true. Just two people being antagonistic for two <laughs> hours or however long. Well, that let's move into then number two, our bland love interest, which in this case is kind of your also lead need of a lesson. So Graham, uh, who I guess has the Christmas name of anybody in here, right? Like, because you use Graham crackers to build. Graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> you do, right? I mean, you could. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, I do. So, Graham. I'm, Graham. Okay. Graham's job is video game. J- Graham's job is video games. And that's all I can tell you about it. And that's all I know. Because it was very strange and not at all how they make video games. Because I'm married to somebody who makes video games. <laughs> what was the other movie that, oh gosh, came out in the last few years where it was like, we have a video game that has to get released before Christmas. Or, or, and it was one of those things where it's like, no, that's not how it works. I don't remember. Oh, man. It was something like, oh, it might have been a Christmas movie. I don't remember. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's become the thing of like how to make a character cool, but also like have a job that nobody understands. I and guess. Nobody understands. <laughs> yeah. So you, can just, you can just have him clicking on a mouse and be like, yeah, working on that video game. Yeah. <laughs> and when they, when you meet him, like, his, he actually, his, like, third line of dialogue is just like, you know me, I work. Work, 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 So that is, so she's a baker who wanted more from their relationship, and he's a guy who works too much. And that is the entirety of their character development. Yes. I mean, which you could argue is enough for this kind of movie. And I mean, true, true. No, no, that's, that's very fair. And, but like, what did I, so if she wants to own her own food truck, you need money Mm -hmm. to do that. So maybe appreciate your partner, like work, 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 working. That was all see again. And now, now we're in the situation where we've been presented with just enough detail that we're we need to yeah, know more yeah, and we don't have it. it you're right so now i have way too mm. many questions because i did say something like and then i'm not to jump ahead but then at the end he buys her a food truck well, after like, a year and i was like why didn't they just go out and buy that first thing because i mean it's <laughs> not January. a big food truck like it's it's no, a it's it looks like a zip car. car food truck right like it's that little tiny car that like you can parallel park in new york really easily like what are you baking in there not much yeah i guess she's just bringing it around oh, yeah. to local areas and but i yeah it, it's 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 tough because you want to flesh out the world, right? And you yeah. want me to like know things about these characters. But now but if, you've got mm. 
the tiniest food truck and somebody somebody sitting on a laptop saying they're doing a video game and i'm like i don't think you know what's going on <laughs> well and that too so the end because we get a coda and then we get a second coda but in the coda we find out graham now works for himself and yep. this is a thing movies are doing and I, I am tired of it it's this whole like if you love something <laughs> let your passion be your job it's the whole like right if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life mm -hmm. except mm -hmm. actually no if you love something and you decide to turn it into your job you will not love that thing anymore because it becomes work and it's it... your job yes yeah and in this case it's more like oh he works for himself now so how does he have any time for anything because if you're running your own business that takes up a hell of a lot more time than clocking into work and saying okay my hours are over now it's definitely used as like a, a fix-all kind yeah. of solution in yep. these kinds of movies. Yeah. yeah. It's like being an architect in these movies. We don't really know what architects do, but we know that you work in a big office mm -hmm. and carry a, a, around a big prop that's convenient. So we're going to make you and, an architect. And you might make a lot of money. Yeah. It's yeah. these like these, these shell occupations where we can yeah. just tell you enough. But the tech ones are always tough because yep. like I'm looking at what you're working with. I don't think it's right. I know enough about it to know you don't know, <laughs> I know about that it. This is wrong. Yes. yes. <laughs> so number three is our setting. Typically a big bad city, a charming small town, or a magical winter wonderland. Where are they? Do they tell They're us? They're in like Missouri or something. Do they say it? Yeah. He's at the airport or like picking up a car or something. Okay. And and that, that tells us that they've left. I think they're in L.A. They're definitely... In LA to start, or in, yeah, definitely in and California. They, they come to like where he's from, so Missouri, Montana. I can't remember. So I <laughs> same difference, small right? Town? Small town. Oh, it's a small town, I, definitely. I don't. Yeah. yeah, so small town. I mean, it does. I think. I mean, it does all the small town stuff, like local bar or like place we used to go to, mm -hmm. familiar people. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so number four is the dead parent or dead wife. Maybe. <laughs> Well, I mean, almost, almost. Almost, and maybe, maybe an almost. <laughs> I, I'm mad at myself. I almost debated, because I, I watched this, uh, I guess it was Monday and Tuesday morning, and today is Wednesday, mm -hmm. and I debated today. I was like, damn it, I never found out if her mother was dead. I should rewatch the beginning to see if she actually says it out loud, because I've been trying I... to timestamp exactly at what point in the movie we hear about the dead parent. Uh, so I missed it. It might have been there, but both you and I missed it, so I don't know if it was actually spoken out loud. But we all, it doesn't matter because, like, trump card right here, we almost get Michael Hitchcock dying. Yeah. Yeah. Very dramatically in an ice rink. Yeah. But a day later, he's back home? Running. Is it the same day? Same, same, day, same day. Running. He's back home. Running. running. Out of breath. It was, I was very worried for him at that point. I'm like, well, if he didn't die then, he's definitely going to die in the montage. Definitely. <sighs> all right. So number five is our sassy sidekick. Typically a coworker, friend, sister, somebody who wears big earrings, somebody who wears big sweaters, perhaps. I'm so excited about this. All right. Tell me, the, tell me about our sister, kids. right? Yeah. The gay Mindy. So there's so Robbie Amell's character has a lesbian sister mm -hmm. who's just a delight. She's great. Very funny. Yep. And so is the younger brother. I really liked him too. Not in it enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he, he every time good. he came in, every every like he had a lot of the kind of like I don't know what you'd call them, just the little like deadpan like ringer lines. And he every time I chuckled at what he said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's fun. Fun to have that. Uh, number six is our evil woman. 
uh, or our also often evil boss. Uh, I guess Robbie's boss is evil and kind of a dick, right? Yeah. I can I can I pitch you on this? Oh, please. The evil woman <gasps> and the male boss obsessed with the bottom line mm-hmm. are our protagonists. Are our protagonists, yes. And they have to mm-hmm. stop being that way in yeah. order to be happy at Christmas with each other. Man, it's another, this entire, the last like two years, I have not had a good villain. And I'm watching this and it's making me even matter because Leighton Meester can play mean so oh, yeah. well. Yep. And I, like, I will take one of those Christmas movies that Hallmark used to bang out 10 years ago all the time of big city lawyer who's going to destroy a town, basically Cruella DeVille who ends up having a memory lapse and, you know, falls in love with magical Santa Falls. I will take a movie of that with Leighton Meester uh, just to get those early scenes of her being mean. Because she's so great at being mean. And we, we don't get enough of it. No, I feel like some of those, like, classic setups have really gone uh, gone yeah. away because because we're trying to be fresh we don't want to just recycle the yeah. same stuff which i love but then you end up you know you don't make any slashes anymore but yeah. you know you don't make any evil ladies business, business lady movies it's it's a shame i miss a tight bun i really do so we also i guess we have like our other sidekick slash like potentially villains of the partners of um would be partners of Graham and Allie. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and they're they're fun. <laughs> I kind of liked where some of that went. The, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, so Brady is um, Michael Hitchcock's like, right-hand man at the car lot, and again, like, he's hot, he's, uh, he's very tall, and there's a great scene where, like, Allie's trying to get the moves on him, like, she thinks it's going somewhere, and then she realizes he's just trying to sell her a car. Yep, very funny. That made funny. me laugh. That did make very me funny. laugh. Number seven is our montage, and we have a few of them. There are some montages in here, but not like your typical decking the halls montage. No, necessarily. No, not not really. Yeah, Uh, there's one that's a bit seasonal, but most of them aren't. The the um, I think the first one's a game night, and I feel like that was scored to some music, but I might have been wrong. Is that the one? I, I wrote down some of the music, but I can't remember which was which. Yeah, the music didn't actually stick out to me. I don't have any notes about the music. Yeah, and, I, I, and I really tried to take copious notes this oh, time. Oh, wonderful. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the details of that. But yeah, so there's a game night montage. A, there's like a breakup. There's a, a both a... No, the, the engagement was an actual scene, and we'll get there later. But there is a breakup montage that's doing like that time-lapse thing. Yeah, that, you know, honestly, I got I felt like I got a lot of information from that. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of good stories. They did convey it. Even though I still didn't, again, I didn't really understand why they broke up, but I... I don't. I don't pick up on vibes well. Uh, we have a Bake Off montage. Yep. Yep. Uh, that has a good kind of stinger at the end. Very, very silly. I really, actually, uh, we'll we'll get there. I guess when we talk about secret recipes, because I I thought that was going in a different direction. Uh, hockey game, which is very frantic and ends in yep. a heart attack. And then the the again another scene that I did actually laugh quite a bit at was the getting to the airport montage. That was very funny. Yes, it had a good payoff. Yeah. So if you, can you set that up for, for the folks at home? So they, Robbie has decided that um, he loves Leighton Meester and he wants to be with her. And his family is like, yes, you're so right. Go to the airport right now. We're going to go with you. 
And so he's like, oh, I guess you're going to go with me. So all of them are rushing to get ready and get out to the, get everything together and get out to the car. All these people, five people, like six people, I don't know, five people run into the car and then they open the door and like Leighton Meester's just standing right there. Yep. Well, and also was- there's, they get in the one car and the car doesn't start. Oh, then they're yeah, getting in the other car stupid. and like, they're like still tying their shoes and <laughs> Robbie's like, come on guys. And they're playing hallelujah. So it's very frantic. Yeah. Um, and you know, his dad, who has just had a heart attack, running around. Which was worrisome. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> but aside from that, it was actually very It was very funny. Yeah. yeah. I, had, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was a clever way of kind of playing with that trope. Yeah. Uh, and number eight is slapstick, of which there is a little bit. There is a little bit, isn't there? There is. Obviously, we have the hockey game. That thing gets yeah, very dark. Yeah, that's what jumps out immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we get, uh, kind of this ongoing joke that I guess we'll, we'll go here is the, uh, his parents kind of being when, when they're drunk and sort of like this constant them saying the wrong, the, the mom is played by uh Catherine Greenwood, who's very funny in this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not, ev- not all of her lines are as funny as she makes them. I think she really like works hard to make this work. Um, and she just is one of those like doesn't understand a lot of like sexual innuendo and thinks it's like casual talk. So there's that. Uh, we get a like a, a, an establishment of you know how how messed up things are for Graham when I think when we're introduced to him. Do you remember like the first shot of him? It's pretty gross. I don't think so. It's him on his couch. Oh, with ah. like. A laptop on his chest as he Very eats like funny. Chinese takeout above it. Like it's just one of those like where like okay, I get when you're trying to make a character like slovenly, but it's also like unbecoming. I don't want to it's, see that. It's so it was so funny though because then he immediately <laughs> spills the food all over himself. It was just really I that was when I like my first big laugh I think and I was like oh we're laughing early. Uh, you're to lose movie. You're <laughs> uh, We get to- toilet overflow. Oh yeah, that was that was absolutely ridiculous. And again, like one of those things where I'm like, Allie is a cunt. Like I, you're right. She at one point, so she she hides the little sign that says to like hold the flusher down when mm-hmm. you flush. So the toilet overflows, and you see all you see is her like running out of the bathroom with the plunger so later she could run in with the plunger and be a hero and it is a dick move but at that point the sister was like oh you're such a hero like it was so funny it was funny yeah (laughs) i don't know i think i liked this movie (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that uh we also had a goat goat attack oh the goat that was stupid it was very stupid. Like, look, I get being afraid of unreasonable animals. I, like yeah. I said earlier, for some reason, I, I don't like to publicly say it because I'm scared somebody who doesn't like me will like mail me a box of them. I have a thing about caterpillars. They freak me out. Fuzzy caterpillars make me like squirm. Um, goats are adorable, but goats can be pretty badass if they want to be. Sure. But there is a Allie's like weird secret fear is goats, and there is a goat coming after her, and it's very upsetting. But also kind of cute because goats are pretty cute. Yes. He uh, puts goat feed in her pocket, everybody. Yes, and the, yes. it's very fun. Everybody should watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sage old people. The parents. Yeah. I think, you know, Jeannie is there to get, you know, she talks up the relationship, uh, yeah. gives some advice about her marriage, which seems very mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, sadly, we don't have a real Santa Claus. 
It's it's so interesting for all the tropes that we get. There's this weird inversion, and then we don't get Santa. Like it would have just I don't know. Like I feel like this movie could have just had him like at the end when Robbie like pulls up in the the food truck that like Santa walks by and like sprinkles I, it and makes it bigger. You know, makes it like an actual truck and not a go kart. <laughs> that would have been great. I I have a real love hate relationship with Santa randomly doing magic things in, in these movies. <laughs> Reasonable. Like I, it's such a cop out, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But then also when it happens, I'm like. Why not, right? Why, why not? It's a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. If we can't have Santa magic at Christmas, when can we have Santa magic? When can you? Yeah. True. All right. So moving on. So again, like kind of missing some things, but it's it's there. This is a, a Cozy Cardigan Christmas movie with like with the cardigan kind of torn, I guess. Sure. It's a very hip cardigan. A hip car- it, like, oh, yeah. This is such a hipster cardigan. Oh, gosh. Yeah. This is, and it's like one of those ones that you get from like H&M or Cheyenne. Like it, it's one that like you see on Facebook and you click the ad and then you get it and then it falls apart the first time you wash it. Yep. Like this is kind of that. <laughs> Uh, so the bonus rounds. The first thing okay. is the music. So, uh, you know, a lot of, do we have a lot of um, public domain Christmas carols and what else do we have? So we do get, uh, we get jingle bells early on when he's coming home from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think we just, when we, when he discovers that Allie is there, it's a really intense carol of the bells. Yep. Yeah. I do remember that mm-hmm. now. Uh, and then my favorite thing that uh, comes up now is when you get the word salad Christmas songs. I know what you mean. I yeah. think there was one in one of the ones we watched last year. Yeah. Oh, yes, there definitely was I in think Christmas so. Kids, too. This one definitely <laughs> had one. Actually, this one I think had, I don't know if these were two different songs or the same with different lyrics, but the words I caught from it was, buy yourself a Christmas tree, mistletoe for you and me. Ah. All right. Um, and all oh this was like a whole song all i want for christmas is my is is that maybe all i want for christmas is my baby you can keep your christmas bows white and blue because all i want is you hmm yeah white and blue <sighs> like what a christmas bow isn't blue like a hanukkah bow might be blue but a christmas bow is not usually blue Yes, it no. rhymes with you, but other words do too, like the word too, which I just said. Yeah, I'm sure if you got creative, you could even come up with a color. Yeah, I feel like for all of these, <laughs> like, I, I, maybe that's the next movie that I want. I want the movie about the character who dreams of writing word salad Christmas songs for these kinds of movies and gets her dream Ooh, at the end. That, that's very meta. I would love I know, that. <laughs> I know. Let's do it. All right, so number two is our either secret family recipe and or needlessly complicated holiday-themed cocktail. Uh, we get some recipe. We get some baking. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is a huge part of this character's personality. Yes, she is a baker. Let us she not forget that she is a baker. It's very important that everybody remember she's a baker. Yeah, which is a very hard thing to be in California, I guess. I Again, he waited a year to get her that truck. He could have gotten it right away. She had a whole story in LA Weekly. Well, but I'm so confused too, because that was the whole thing was that like he finds out because Jeannie has saved the article from LA Weekly about, about Allie not opening up her own thing, but I thought she just like took over a cafe as like the new baker at this cafe. And that was the write up. Because then Graham was like, oh, wow, you left your job to bake full time. That's great. But you're still not working for yourself, he says accusingly. (laughs) 
Yeah, I do remember that now. I thought that was very strange because I guess I was like, oh, I don't, I guess I don't know what she does either at this point. <laughs> I, I thought she was just like, I thought she was an activated baker who was actively baking in her very beautiful home. No, I, I, th- I think she is a like, like what is the opposite of, of, of active, but not full opposite of active. Like she is a stationary baker. She is a, <laughs> I'm trying to do it like, oh, active, active yeast instant yeast um whatever the equivalent of that is like the yeast that's sitting in my fridge that i need to i can't just use in a recipe i have to like mix it with water to get to bread i think that's what she is inactivated inactivated yeast (laughs) that's yeah that's definitely it but so there is a a, you know a recipe scene where they're like oh who's like Allie? are you gonna make your famous cookies and she does but graham is trying to sabotage her so he takes all the butter so Allie oh, goes to the garage. Yeah. And this movie is jam-packed with things. <laughs> so what does she use in place of traditional butter? So she goes into the fridge and honestly, this is good because in other movies it would have been like semen or something. And she gets like a jar of butter. And I was like, oh God, what's wrong with this butter? And then quickly I'm like, oh, this is gonna be Michael Hitchcock's drug butter because he yeah. has back problems. So he does edibles at the house. So this is like a THC infused butter. Mm-hmm. And at one point, so they get all high and it's very funny. But um, Leighton Meester, t- she's like, I used this thick butter. And she said, THC is thick. And it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> like, I like when people say acronyms. It was very funny to me. <laughs> I really thought the reveal was that it was going to be boy butter. Yeah, I thought it was semen. I was like, you thought, wait, like, but that, wait, who's keeping semen in a jar in the fridge? I don't know, because they did, like, dick jokes and sex jokes. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so we're doing semen jokes. Let's, let's do some jizz jokes. And I thought that's what they were, so when it was really butter, I was like, oh, good, I'm glad that was really butter. I really thought it was going to be, like, the most surprising reveal, because, like, boy butter <laughs> has become, like, a famous brand, like, they advertise in RuPaul. I thought it was going to be, like, whoa, our product placement is boy butter, but no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was just, it was THC butter, which again, I'm not a huge fan of like drug scenes, but like everybody was very cute and funny. Yes, it's cute. It's, it's handled well, I thought. Uh, let's see. Next is the small business in danger, which I guess we don't really get. Right? There's no. Mm, no. Her business is never in danger. No. I she's, mean, yeah, it's a good it's, point. It's funny though, because it's still an element, right? Both of them. Get, having their own businesses, starting small businesses is still like in there, which is interesting and weird. It's, yes, because for her, it makes a little bit of sense because, because it's like, okay, baking. I know what it means to want to be a baker in charge of yourself. Okay, great. I don't know what it means to want to be your own game developer. I'm not really like, sure what he's what he's getting into what do you out there. Know there, like, it just seems like something you can't just easily start one day and activate and raise a family in California on on such a, a dream, if you will. Uh, now, product placement. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this I we, made notes on. Yeah. Yes, I can't wait to hear them. Uh, we we do not get boy butter, although I thought we did. Uh, we do. I got a commercial for Xmas. Uh, while watching Xmas, so product placement of its own movie inside of itself. What are some of the products you caught? So, um, K Jewelers. Yes, I. You are Christine. I wrote in my notes: Christine appearance equals K Jewelers. Yep. Because so, second year in a row, I have never seen K Jewelers in a Christmas movie before until I met you. 
I was so excited. Me too. I said, I yelled, oh, is this going to be another K-Jewelers commercial? Because the other one was like legit. Yes. Like, K-Jewelers said, here's some money. Yes. Every Christmas kiss begins with K-Jewelers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also ADT, which was very strange. Wait, what? <laughs> ADT um, security. Oh. When, when, when what's his face that works at the car dealership is like, wait a second. I just have to lock up. He grabs his phone and You're it just so like right. pauses on a big bright screen of like in the ADT app, yep, I guess. Yep. And I was like, oh, ADT threw in some money. So good for them. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yep. That's um, my note. Good for them. Because... Yeah. There was a lot of Heineken drank throughout the movie. So much. Heineken. Lots of Heineken. Lots of Heineken. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, I was trying to figure out if the like big box store that they were in was something because it looked... It looked instead like they were in a Walmart or um, it's like an Ace Hardware, but that they didn't get permission or didn't get the name. So they just made sure to cut underneath any logo. Like it was all yeah. filmed at like a weird angle to where you're like, I feel like I should see the ceiling, but I don't see the ceiling. It was very nondescript. For yeah. Sure. So my, my theory since this is a BuzzFeed movie is that like, you know, like BuzzFeed probably sells ad space to millions of companies on the site and this was the like bump up in tier like look i know that you're heineken you usually advertise on our like you know our listicles of uh best macaulay culkin movies you've never seen but mm-hmm. instead what if you chip in a little more and we feature you heavily in xmas it i mean i'm sold obviously <laughs> where do i sign now number i think that was all the products yeah so number f- I can't, that's you you're tuned into music i'm over here spotting spotting well logos well like, done <laughs> <laughs> and now i know what that means uh number five cloying child i don't think we had any children in the movie at all no yeah. none i don't yeah. think yeah again it's i'm seeing that more and more because again kids are expensive because you got to get tutors and permission and all that and mm-hmm. a lot of times it's easier just to not uh, but number six, so finding the perfect Christmas tree. There's a twist on that, is there not? Because it's not a Christmas tree that they have to keep finding. Oh, the baby Jesus thing. The baby Jesus yeah. thing. That is, that is funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody keeps stealing baby Jesus from the manger, so they have to go and replace it. You know how you can just go to a store, usually. An Ace Hardware that isn't an Ace Hardware. <laughs> Um, but like, uh oh, the baby Jesuses are picked over. So somebody had glued stuff on like a big rubber duck, like a big rubber duck. So it's a rubber duck with like a Jesus beard yes. and like a little robe. And also there's a T-Rex baby Jesus. It was very absurd, but also funny. It was absurd. And it was one. And I wondered if that was written or if that was just the actors improving because it felt really like okay uh guys here's the bin just go for it like it it had that energy to it yeah and it was where like you really also got to see the two of them as comic timing as like they know what they're doing in a comic scene because it was mm-hmm. it that i did laugh out loud not at, just at the concept but the way they played that moment it, it was very it was very funny yeah. yeah uh okay number seven empty coffee cup acting this is my favorite and i did not see it i didn't either and that's shocking and I feel like there's definitely, like, mugs being held. But I think they actually, again, like, this is maybe the dividing line between the actors in the Hallmark movies and real actors like Leighton Easter and Michael Hitchcock. Like, they've done these movies. They've done real movies. They know that if you're holding a coffee cup, 
you pretend it has weight and you act as if there is weight in that coffee cup. Mm -hmm. So yeah, good job. Good job here, folks. Number eight actors trying very hard to not actually eat, but to take a bite on camera. Um, I, I think they were drinking this entire movie. Yeah. And at the beginning, Leighton takes like a bite out of like a very aggressive bite out of a cookie. And yeah. I was like, oh, she, she's chewing that and cookie. And the camera stayed on her. It was like, yeah. no, no, you're going to chew. And then it was kind of weird because you're like, you're going to chew and you're going to swallow. And it, you know, it, it didn't got, it go got, so got far. Weird. Got, no, got really no, weird. Like... Yeah. Uh, but now like they, everybody, I, and like anytime they were drinking, it looked like they were drinking. So great. All that Heineken did not go to waste. Uh, number nine, Canadianisms, or uh, obvious notes that this movie was not filmed on location. A lot of these actors are Canadian when I was going through their IMDb's. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you can hear it here and there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, th I thought I could, too. Um, but there wasn't anything that, like, screamed to me yeah. that they were, like, on the streets of Vancouver, which does happen, and you're like, yes. wait a second. Yes, it does. Sometimes, literally. Yeah, Sometimes I'm there will be a sign that says Ontario. So. <laughs> I don't think so. I felt like it felt like they were keeping things. Like you mentioned about the store. Everybody was real deliberate. Yeah. About what I was and wasn't seeing. Yep. And, and I think in terms of, like, accents, like, you had, like, Michael Hitchcock and Catherine Greenwood doing very, like, Midwestern accents of some kind, to where they just sort of like helped like disorientate you to where you had no idea where you were, but you knew you were mm -hmm. in the middle of the country somewhere. Yes. Uh, okay. Number 10, warm weather watch. Um, it didn't look cold. It did not look cold. <laughs> uh, and yet there, they go ice snow? fishing. Yeah, they did go ice fishing. I feel like there was a, a scene of like very fake snow, like, a dividing line of snow and green grass. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like, yeah, like, I was like, okay, well, they're not saying where they are. They started in California. But then when they go ice fishing and they're complaining about being freezing and dying of, of cold, but yet nobody's wearing a coat, they're only wearing vests over long sleeve shirts. Mm -hmm. That's where I got a little mad. Yeah, it definitely did not. There, the weight of the cold was not present. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, number 11, old people aggressively matchmaking our leads. I mean, oddly enough, like, it seemed like Jeannie and Dennis didn't really care if, if if Graham and Allie stayed together. They just wanted to keep Allie as, like, part of the family. Yeah, it, it seemed like they were they were super happy about it because they like her, but they weren't, like, being weird, which yeah. is nice. Because sometimes it's like, ew. It's weird, yeah. Uh, and similarly, because we find out Mindy and her girlfriend broke up. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about that coda. Because... So we, so Mindy seems secretive, so we know something's going on, and then we find out that, like, yeah, her and her girlfriend broke up, and we don't really know mm -hmm. why. Uh, we get a coda that's one year later, where the family goes to visit California, where Allie and Graham have, have set up life, and Mindy brings the girl she met at the bar in this movie. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, here's my new girlfriend. And then we get another coda that's one year later, where Mindy shows up. And surprise, Graham has invited Mindy's ex of two years now. Yeah. Yeah. What were your thoughts I didn't, on that I didn't, choice? Well, I didn't like that. I, I thought that was either. ridiculous and unnecessary. Like, okay, so in the context of this, the movie, which is not real life, I thought it was a terrible thing for a brother to do. I didn't right? think it was necessary or appropriate. And it wasn't even her fault 
that like Meester came in the first place. So like why lash yeah. out at her? But then just as like from like a storytelling standpoint, I didn't find it additive and it seemed needlessly like vindictive again because she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And it also like loaded this weird thing where we saw, uh, uh, you know, and this is in the course of five seconds that a year ago she had moved on. She was with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And now it's a year later. And now, again, we have no idea what happened that year, but or two years now, but like. I don't know. The idea that my ex-boyfriend of two from two years ago, my brother decides I should get back with him after a second relationship and whoever knows what else. Like, again, it's where this movie, because it is smart in a lot of ways when it makes choices, it's hard for like somebody, I mean, okay, for people that decided to do a podcast on the movie to not <laughs> overthink them. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I, I Even before we were talking, I caught myself like wondering these really weird things that I guess didn't matter. But when you present me with this level of information, I'm going to want follow-up. Right, especially when it's like the last beat of the movie is, oh my god, you invited my Xmas to Xmas? Mm -hmm. You're like, okay. Is it, and it's fine if they do Xmas 2 starring Veronica Slowitz Goska. Sure, great, okay, I guess that's what we'll do. But I don't think that's what it was going to do. I think it was just there as a as a punchline and it felt weird to end the movie that way. Yeah, I agree. It, yeah. it just was, I didn't think it was additive. Yeah. But don't worry, we don't end our discussion that way because we get to my new favorite, Fashion Watch. I didn't see this on the list and I didn't pay attention to I am anything sorry. anybody was wearing. No, it's my fault. I, I only skimmed it because I thought I had seen everything that was different. Uh, you know what? I, sh I should have done like a different font or italics for Woo! new things. So no, you don't have to done. highlight the new Next things. year I'll do, I'll do red ink. No, I'm sorry. I'll do blue and red, blue and white ribbons as of, according know. to the Christmas tradition Christmas song, song says. Uh, yeah. So I, I've been watching and I'm just trying to find fashion things that pop out. Um, so we got some Christmas sweaters, uh, we get also like Graham, Graham lost his luggage, so he has to wear oh, like true. Michael Hitchcock's clothes. There is a funny, um, I like, I did, I forgot about this, but the moment where Graham the whole time is like, I'm so sorry, I don't have your Christmas presents because they lost my luggage. And then, uh, Brady, the car salesman, brings his luggage because that's apparently a thing that you do if you're a volunteer for the Knights of Columbus. And so, of course, they're excited of like, oh, good, Graham, you can give us our presents now. And he got everybody, uh, Head neck put neck pillows. That that was very funny. Yes, yeah. I I have a neck pillow and I love my neck pillow. So don't knock them until you try them. Yeah, it's not a terrible gift. It's no, it's a great gift. Uh, mine's pink and polka dotted though, so so that I won't lose it easily. Um, but I did I my fashion moment for this. Okay. Uh, I thought when uh it, we have a Christmas party in this movie, it's not a ball, right? We don't we don't have the big the big glitz and glam of Christmas mm -hmm. prom. But we do it at a Christmas party, so everybody's a little snazzed up. And Jeannie is wearing this gold top that is like sort of uh how do you describe it? Like it's not um like pirate sleeves, but it's kind of like like droopy sleeves. It's gold. It has like is it like the pussy bow on there? Like the nice like big oh, bow at the top. What? I think I can picture this. Yeah, now. yeah. I, I thought that was you know as as a woman who is getting older, I like to see what fashionable older women wear and figure out what what I can make work. And I thought to myself, I might be able to make that work. <laughs> so you were just looking for like fashion inspo? Yeah, I mean, there's like Leighton Meester in a really cute like summer sort of like 
uh, what do you call it, like linen, white dress, culottes thingy. And I'm like, oh, she's really pretty. I could never wear that. I would sweat right through it and it'd be disgusting. But then there's Catherine Greenwood in like a, you know, snazzy gold lame outfit. I'm like, yeah, all right, I got that. That I can do. Yeah, let me see if they, uh, who do they think for wardrobe? Because I got to find that. Yeah, so overall then, we've come to the end of, of the list. So my final question yep. to you, Christine, mm-hmm. do you recommend... Xmas, EX, Caps, Miss. I think that I do. It's been a journey. It has been a journey. Sometimes it it's not perfect, and there are there are probably better Christmas movies that you can watch. But if you're in the mood and you like Leighton Meester, I feel like it really delivers on that front. <laughs> yeah, and, and oddly enough, I feel like if this needed more of something, it needed a little more definition to Leighton Meester's character, just because I, I know she can bring more and I feel like she yeah. didn't quite get to. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but it was funny. It was funny. And yeah. Like I did laugh and it didn't, I wasn't like personally offended or like bored watching it. Mm-hmm. So you could definitely do worse. So where does it rank for you as far as like, I mean, cause you're the expert here. <laughs> yeah. But this is like outside of the wheelhouse. Cause it, it falls into the category, but it also, I think, kind of sits to the edge of it because yeah. the same person sitting down to watch Lifetime, you know, It's a Wonderful Lifetime, might watch five minutes of this movie and say, oh, absolutely not. Uh, but it, it's doing this, like, you would not have this movie in this format if you did not have the success of those movies in that format. For real, so, it is so reliant on yeah. that 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 genre, that subgenre, and it's just really interesting that it was like, but no, we're going to do totally different things. Yeah, it's sort of like a, like a cool. I don't know like, what the word for it is, but like a sort of slight adaptation of that genre and that style and that tone take you know for the buzzfeed audience i guess mm-hmm. uh just like twist like twisted a little bit with a little more adult a little more risque but still like firmly in line with these things so that you might not turn it on at like christmas at your grandma's but you can have it on after everybody's watched hallmark movies and like the few adults still drinking are awake. Uh, hey, let's watch this one. Like, I, I feel like it fits in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, I'm not going to watch this again, but I, I did laugh. I found a lot of it very funny. Um, I mean, Michael Hitchcock is always great. Um, yeah. Catherine Greenwood was very funny. There were things in it that worked. The cast the cast was fantastic. Uh, and there were some really clever, well, comedically timed things. For me, it was just that I, I wish the, I liked the characters more. I, I just wish the characters weren't such jerks. Yeah, I do. I do get what you're saying there. Yeah, but it's not the <laughs> actors' fault, and they're delightful to watch. So, mm-hmm. and everybody's very pretty. Yeah, it, it's 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 a good one of these. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, Christine, what are you watching the rest of the season? Do, are you gonna, you know, dive into the the Hallmark train, or do you? Uh, is it Muppets and and up for, from here? Pro- probably, probably not. I uh, I watched Home Alone, mm-hmm. and I'll uh, be watching The Night Before, which is my Christmas tradition. It's Michael Shannon. <gasps> I still have not seen that. It's he, I say I lead with Michael Shannon. It's literally Seth Green. Uh, no, Seth Green. Seth Rogen. No, but you know your Maggie. audience. You're you're saying that to get me to watch it. There there are so many people in it, but yeah, that's my Christmas movie. And other than that, I just really haven't dived dived in, except for this, which is something I wanted to watch with you well well thank you for for bringing (laughs) your candy cane sprinkle and 
THC boy butter in my corner. It's always appreciated. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yay. Baby Jesus, you look so cute. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Your lovely tiny feet and cute smile. Oh my God, baby Jesus. Baby Jesus, see your tiny feet. Who would know these feet will walk on water? Who would know that this little baby would one day? Shepherds are walking down the hill Shepherds will come and worship you Baby Jesus, perfect bundle of joy As you lay there just like a baby Who would have known that you're the Son of God Bundle.